Welcome to the STEM Sessions Podcast. I am your host, Jarl Cody. This episode is a different format. It's a mix of studio and field recordings as I try out the Agents of Discovery app. From their website, it's a, quote, educational mobile gaming platform that uses augmented reality to get youth active, unquote. The adventure takes us to Willow Springs Park in Long Beach, California. The site is just over 48 acres and open daily from dawn to dusk. It's the site of an artesian spring discovered in 1882 that was the first water source for a fledgling Long Beach and its surrounding farms. When discovered, the spring was surrounded by a forest of willow trees, hence the name of the park. During the oil boom at the turn of the century, Long Beach and Signal Hill, as well as this park site, contained dozens, if not hundreds or thousands of oil rigs. Some activity remains today, but it is winding down. The park sits atop the Cherry Hill Fault, which is a region of the Newport Inglewood Fault. This earthquake fault lifts the land 4 millimeters a year and is responsible for the topographic contours of the park that we see today. Longview Point is the highest point of the park, about 136 feet above sea level. On a clear day, it provides 360-degree views of the Long Beach skyline, San Gabriel Mountains, the Pacific Ocean, the Santa Catalina Island, the Santa Ana Mountains, the Hollywood Sign, etc. It is the highest point in Long Beach proper, although Signal Hill, a few miles southeast, is taller at 330 feet, but that lies in the city of Signal Hill. The quest in the app focuses on the Willow Springs Wetlands Restoration Project, which was started in October of 2017. The project intends to restore about 11 acres of this 48-acre site into the wetlands that it historically was. This episode was fun to create, though I admit it's been so time-consuming to edit. But I hope you enjoy it, because I did. This is the STEM Sessions Podcast, Episode 16, Agents of Discovery at Willow Springs Park. I follow a lot of local preserves, parks, and wetlands on social media, and I also subscribe to their newsletters. And, you know, in the last week, several have promoted their participation in something called the SoCal Agents of Discovery. My initial impression was that it's an app-guided tour crossed with a scavenger hunt with prizes to be earned. I mean, it definitely seems geared towards kids, but since I like exploring and it might be an opportunity to find natural areas in Southern California I'm not familiar with, I decided to give it a shot and record my adventure. So it's currently Friday evening, I'm, I'm here at home in my office, and I'm going to set up the app, pick my adventure, perhaps do a little bit of research on where I'll be going, and then tomorrow morning I'll go on, I'll start my quest recording it all along the way. Let's just get everything set up. So the splash screen says, your adventure is about to begin, dot, dot, dot. And then it goes into the loading screen where it says connecting to headquarters, loading game. Then it comes to the, I guess this would be the title screen. So we've got the, the big logo, which is a badge that says agents of discovery with a secret agent silhouette. We've got uh, a button for missions, a button for login, and a button for settings. Uh, let's, let's look at the settings to start with. Uh, so we can pick our language. We've got English, Spanish, and French. I'll, of course, do English. Units of measurement. The default is metric. I will be changing that to imperial. So that's it for settings. It looks like you can play uh, without logging in, but you don't win any of the prizes if you want said prizes. So 
I'll go ahead and log in or I'll create an account actually. So let me sign up. You get a very, very long terms of service, introduction. Okay, to security, blah, blah, blah. Wow, this thing just keeps going and going and going, waiver. Okay, I won't bore you with the rest of this. After you scroll through the terms of service, you also get to the privacy statement. Um, and then you can download the privacy statement PDF, download the TOS PDF, and then you eventually hit I agree. So then ask for a username. I'll call just use the STEM sessions. Why not? Password, confirm password, email address, STEM sessions at gmail.com. Perfect. Welcome agent, a verification email has been sent to the email address you provided. If you do not verify within two weeks, your account will be removed. <laughs> All right, so I'm logged in. Um, I'll go to account detail, which I think is your, probably your profile. And in there you've got, you have data, uh, data for the number of missions downloaded, the number of USBs collected, the number of missions accomplished, the estimated distance traveled and the time spent click on missions and it looks like there's a whole bunch of different ways we can search um you know alphabetical backwards alphabetical distance there's also a, a search radius you can put on there so i'm going to do the alphabetical z to a just because willow springs wetlands and more yeah let's try that so um there's a little information button that, and it says willow springs wetlands and more gives directions to the the trailhead or the parking lot gives some safety info. Willow Springs Park is a natural area, so act like you are in the wilderness. And welcome, Agent. Your mission today is to discover new and exciting facts about Willow Springs. Are you ready? Let's go! Okay, if you click on the map button, it just opens Google Maps or probably whatever default map program you're using on your phone. And it uh, gives the coordinates, and this one appears to be in the... Long Beach area. Perfect. That's not too far away. So let me go back to the map and please be patient while your mission is loading. And there's a picture of the Willow Springs Park. This might be where I stop for the day. Um, a couple different things. So one, it looks like it tells you how far away you are from the park. I'm, you know, quite a few miles away. So I don't know if I'll be able to do much, but what it looks like is there's a, so there's a little character that says, how can I help you agent? Okay, so it says how to play. Walk toward unknown challenges to reveal them. QR IR challenges can be revealed by tapping these QR IR markers. Basically what I'm looking at is like a cartoon map with little pins um, showing where the different items of interest are. Uh, tap on challenge markers to play them. So they're all slightly different icons. That is going to be where I end for the day. And we will pick it up in the morning. Well, it's now Sunday afternoon, about 4.30. Uh, I've made it to Willow Springs Park. So one th couple things I've observed um, in coming here or in driving here. Um, the Agents of Discovery app itself does not have a navigation system to tell you how to drive to the park. You can clip on, you can click on a map icon and that will open up whatever map app you have in your phone. For me, it's, you know, Google Maps and it drove me here. The other note is none of the challenges appear in the cartoon map of the area in which you're going until you actually make it on site. It's, you have to once you get within, um, you know, a handful of feet of your destination, then the map 
basically becomes active. Uh, one is actually a checklist icon. I think it's because I'm I'm close to it. Uh, I'm sure the other ones will will pop up as you'll turn from question marks to whatever the challenge is as I get closer. But this question mark says it's an agent briefing. Uh, it talks about non-native plants and animals in the ecosystem. Uh, they're called invasive species. They may crowd out native species, so the natives have no place to live, absorb water and nutrients that could otherwise support native plants and invasive, seldom provide good habitat for native animals. Okay, now it says there's a reward of three bees, I guess. Uh, so I'm assuming there's a question. So if I hit close, it says, how are invasive species bad for the ecosystem? And they give you a set of choices. Um, take up space. It looks like I can select four of them. There goes. Check answer. Correct. And I've earned... Oh, and it says there are five invasive species challenges at Willow Springs. See if you can find them all. So perhaps that's what this adventure is about. All right. And I got a check mark on that icon. Let's, uh, let's see how this works. All right, so I'm on the trail at Willow Springs Park. I'm approaching my first challenge. It says, challenge available. Walk towards it, and it will re reveal itself when you are close. And I think I'm close. So it says, a lot of movies and TV shows are filmed at locations around Long Beach. We're close enough to Hollywood for easy access and have locations that have stood in for places ranging from Miami to Europe to Starfleet Academy. Letty's funeral scene in Fast and Furious 4 was filmed from a spot right in Willow Springs. Find that spot and take your own location shot or maybe add yourself to the scene with a selfie. I don't quite understand this. Okay, well, there is a there is a cemetery right over here. I wonder if that's something I have to line up. Take a different approach. I'm gonna to go to a different trail. Okay, I think I'm on a better track now. So I'm walking down a hill towards the cemetery, and I think what they want me to do is I have to take a photo of the cemetery, and we'll see what happens. It's weird because they keep telling me to match up a picture of this house, I guess, from the from the um, the film, and the house is not here. Very interesting. So that's all it was. I just had to take a picture of the cemetery, apparently, because it told me I'm correct. And I've now earned three more bees. So it looks like the next challenge is down this trail a bit. Okay, so we got our next challenge. There are a number of these rock structures around Willow Springs. Look at where they are and how they are built. Pay attention to the soil and the shape of the ground around them. Do you see them by themselves or with others nearby? And they give a little photo of what is, you know, a stack of rocks. And they are concrete blocks uh, built up by, you know, we're walking down a hill. They're in the ditch. And they have a little, um, oh, they're to make sure water doesn't run too quickly and erode there. So there, there are mini dams and the water fills up behind them, trickles over, and each time the water is slowed. That prevents erosion. Um, 
So I'm going to say, it's asked me, what do you think these structures are here for? To slow down water and prevent erosion. Submit answer. Correct! These rocky structures are called check dams. Their purpose is to slow down the water that flows through the swale to reduce erosion. Check dams are not a new invention. They are ancient technique dating all the way back to the second century AD. And I have earned another three B points. Yay! Okay, so let's see where the next one is. Oh, there's actually a whole bunch. Okay. It looks like it just has me continuing on uh, the main trail and it's gonna go take me all, wrap me all the way around to a looks like a retention basin continuing on so we've made it to it's another agent briefing a swale is an open channel to collect and move water when the channel has plants in it it's called a bioswale you know this was one of the first podcast episodes i did uh, unlike a ditch that moves water quickly to a discharge point a bioswale is designed to slow the water down and allow it to seep into the ground while the plants filter out sediment and pollutants and their roots hold the bioswale in place. Yes, that's exactly what I said. I, of course, went into more detail. Um, I think that was probably maybe episode one or two or three. Uh, so now the question is, the quiz, what ecological functions does a bioswale provide? Check all that apply. And it looks like I have to pick six. So reduce flooding, recharge groundwater, water quality, reduce erosion, Provide habitat. Yep, I got it right again. Yay. Bioswales do a lot of important jobs in the environment. This photo of the bioswale with water was taken when Willow Springs was just being built. See if you can find this spot and see what it looks like now. It's probably going to be over on the park side of the trail, which would be probably back in here somewhere uh yeah it's right right here it's very difficult to tell because it's all grown in and very very dry but that would be the area okay onward okay next challenge tree tobacco has large soft leaves and yellow flowers that look like little tubes it can be a low shrub or it can grow into a tree it can get as tall as 25 to 50 feet. Find a tree tobacco plant and take a picture of it. Hmm, well this is going to be a little difficult because like I said, everything is just so dry. Um, but I'm assuming that's, a, that's the plant back there. So I don't know if it's going to work, but we'll give it a shot. Okay. Tree tobacco is native to South America, but was introduced here and has naturalized in the wild. It is now widespread in California, especially in coastal Southern California. The leaves contain toxins that can be fatal if ingested. Well, that's very good to know. All right, so now we're climbing a little bit of again, a little bit again. Again, you know, there's no elevation change here, really. The, the, the top is, you know, 136 feet. And the lowest point is probably 90, maybe 85 on. Next challenge. Underground water can come to a surface where the side of a hill intersects the groundwater. 
Sometimes the groundwater has enough pressure to push up to the surface. Then it is called an artesian spring. The constructed spring mimics the artesian spring that was once that once provided water to farmers and the new city of Long Beach. Find the constructed spring and look at the little pieces that are tucked in together around the water source. Find your favorite piece and take a photo of it. Your photo might be a stone or a piece of pottery or maybe even water if you're lucky enough to see water flowing. Well, I guarantee water won't be flowing, uh, but let's, let's find what we're looking at here. Where'd they put this thing? Assuming it's probably back here. That's potentially it there, but like I said, it's very overgrown. Ah, there it is. This will actually be a good, um, a good check to see how, if it's using any recognition software. I was correct. It says the original artesian spring bubbled to the surface where the basin, which is just across the way, is today. The water flowed downhill along what is now a walking trail and supported a whole forest of willow trees. It's no mystery why nearby streets are named Spring and Willow, or the park, Willow Springs. Let's go to the next one. It's, uh, there's several, or yeah, there's several within 50 feet of each other, it looks like. Castor bean plants have leaves that are bigger than your hand. The leaves grow at the ends of stalks that stick straight out from the plant's main stem. The beans themselves grow in clusters around their stalks. Okay, so now I have to take a photo of a castor bean. The only castor bean I see is about 40 feet ahead of us, so let's walk over there. Correct. <clears throat> While castor beans are beautiful plants and have important medicinal uses, they have adapted too well to California's climate and soils. They can grow to the size of a small tree, their seeds are toxic, and they can produce large amounts of pollen which can trigger asthma attacks. And I'm already at the next challenge. Morning Glory grows low to the ground and has large white flowers that are shaped like cups. Likes to, grow, likes to grow on hillsides. Take a photo of a patch of morning glory growing on a hillside at Willow Springs. Yeah, so this one's going to be very, very difficult to do um, because everything is just so, so dry. Well, let me go back a little bit to where I see some shade. Might be a better chance of something growing there, but I doubt it at this point. Okay, this is gonna be a great trial for whether it will actually recognize or if it will analyze a photo because there are no morning glories here. Certainly, certainly none that are green or blooming. Yeah, let's just do this photo here. Let's see what works. See what happens.
this photo is not even close to the example, but let's just see what happens. Correct. Okay, so it doesn't, you can type, you'd probably do any photo. So it says, correct, morning glory or bindweed is extremely invasive and difficult to get rid of. It will grow over or it will grow over or twine through and around anything in its path, choking out everything else. Two more challenges, it looks like. This next one says, fountain grass has fluffy white seed heads and long reed-like blades. Look around for some fountain grass and take a photo when you find it. Again, this is going to be difficult, if not impossible. More castor beans. There definitely don't have any fountain grass around here. So I'm just gonna take another photo. Yeah, again, correct. I didn't take any, wasn't even close to looking like fountain grass. This plant from Africa may be beautiful in its natural setting, but it spreads quickly and easily and has no natural enemies in California. Wind blows the seed heads far and wide, including into natural areas like Willow Springs. That's how it got here. One more challenge. Russian thistles are large shrubs up to five feet across. They have small leaves that are stiff and sharp on long, thin, tangled stems. And this one I can actually, I think, take a photo of, maybe. I'm looking at one, it's, it's dried, but I'll just do that. Correct. Russian thistles are large, bushy weeds. When they die, they tend to break loose from the ground and then we call them tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds that blow across roads can be dangerous. Even walking near one can get you pretty scratched up. And now I get a message that said, Willow Springs wetlands and more complete. Great job, agent. You've earned a badge. Pick yours up at the Parks, Recreation, and Marine office at this office in Long Beach. They give the address. While you're there, get a map of all the other missions you can complete to earn badges. You can take your next step towards your Explorer badge by completing Explore the DeForest Wetlands. That must be another park here in Long Beach. You have completely, you have successfully completed the Willow Springs Wetlands and more mission and have collected all the USBs. Oh, that's what they're called. That's cute. USBs. Bees as in buzz bees. Head back to the map to keep exploring or return to the mission list. Well done. Oh, so I just turned around and in this large re retention basin are a bunch of those fountain grasses. It's interesting. I don't know why I didn't think to look down there, but um, let me I'm gonna take a better photo. Well, I'm back at home, and here are my wrap-up thoughts on the adventure using the Agents of Discovery app at Willow Springs Park in Long Beach. You know, the app itself is a bit clunky. Um, you know, then again, it's designed for younger kids to use, so that probably explains some of the um, deficiencies that I found in the interface. It could also use a better location algorithm so you're not skipping around the map constantly, but again, that's looking at it from the perspective of an adult who is used to navigational software and not from the perspective of a kid who's just out there having fun. 
Um, the other main deficiency is the photo recognition software. I think it's it's not good that you could take a picture of dirt when you're trying to take a picture of a specific type of tree and you still get the question right. Um, again, maybe not that big of a deal for kids, but if if you're trying to educate people, you want correct feedback. Uh, the other big issue I've discovered is the quest that you're on is only as good as the people creating that specific quest. And what I mean is, is when you look through all the features of the app, it has a ton of built-in functionality. You can uh, have challenges that interact with QR codes that you are placed on site. You can have scavenger hunts. Uh, you can even have various features of, of augmented reality. But it's up to the quest creator to utilize all those features. And if they lack the time or the imagination or even the skill of implementing them, then they're only going to use the basic quiz challenges and maybe photo challenges. And, and that really... It's still fun, but the quest could just be a more fun experience for everyone if the full functionality was used. The quest can also suffer if too much of the landscape you're, you're exploring has changed since the day the quest was created or released. Um, again, not a problem of the app. It's more of a problem of the people creating and maintaining the quest. Um, I experienced this in the form of overgrown plants that were hiding objects I was supposed to find and just the overall drought conditions and seasonal changes of the area. It was very evident that the photos were taken during spring. Here I am in the middle of fall after a very, very hot, dry summer. And, um, you know, things were just very different from what I was looking at on the screen to what I was trying to line up in the actual landscape. All that said, I think the purpose of the Agents of Discovery app is just wonderful. Um, you know, getting young kids exploring nature and learning about it hands-on is just so important. Um, it's something that our overall education as as humans is, at least humans in in urban in an urban world, uh, is very much lacking. It's kind of following the trend of gamifying education, but this app is not in a typical video game format. I would classify it more as a scavenger hunt or even quasi-augmented reality, even if the augmented, even if the AR features aren't utilized. It's still that way. You're looking at a map. You have to go find something in the real world. You look back for the challenge, find in the real world. I, I think that's just that's just an awesome way of education. Um, I think the app can also be entertaining for parents and the older siblings, too. I mean, I had fun doing it. In fact, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I plan on doing several more quests as I just kind of roam around uh, the area. So I think everybody should give the Agents of Discovery app a chance. Uh, just pick one that's close by, go out and have fun with it. And maybe it'll lead you to exploring more of your neighborhoods, more of your larger area and, you know, coming up with a a better appreciation of the natural world in our urban landscapes. Thank you for listening to the STEM Sessions podcast. This episode was researched, written, and produced by Jarl Cody. Here at the STEM Sessions, we strive to share accurate and complete information, but we also encourage you to do your own research on the topic we discussed to confirm the accuracy of what we've presented. Corrections are always welcome. 
Show notes, contact information, and details of our other activities can be found on our website, thestemsessions.com. If you received value from this episode and wish to give some back, please visit thestemsessions.com slash value for value for ways to support the podcast. Finally, please remember STEM is not a tool exclusive to experts, policymakers, and talking heads. Every presenter is susceptible to unconscious and sometimes deliberate bias. So always verify what you read and what you're told. Until the next one, stay curious.